Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, um, I've got my good friend. Um, God, I, I, she's so lovely. She's she's one of my favorites. Uh, we were uh, good friends in college. Uh, she uh, studied film at UWM. She just got a, a full time job uh, back home in Illinois, uh, working with the Salvation Army in their media department, and. Um, yeah, I'm excited to catch up with her a little bit, talk about her passion, and, you know, all about why she does what she does. So, Gretchen Schneider, welcome to the show. Thanks, I'm happy to be here. It's good to see you. <laughs> I know, it's good to be back. Uh, yeah, I don't even, like, it's weird because I, since I, like, suck at keeping up with people, I don't even know, like, who's still here and who's not. I didn't even realize, like, that you weren't Milwaukee anymore, like, until, like, I had to, like, look on your profile and be like, oh, you're not here anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's weird to be, like, away from people, especially kind of like that. Like, it's not it's not the same as, like, hey, let's go grab dinner and catch up. Right, it's, yeah. like, planned weekends when I'm going to yeah. be here to be like, how many people can I yeah. fit into oh a weekend? God, yeah. <laughs> you, had to, you had to text me a week ago to, to, like, see when I was trying to do this so you'd know when to leave your house on time. That's, <laughs> like... And that's some real shit, you know? <laughs> you gotta plan this whole, uh, this whole escapade here. Yeah. yeah, it's not just like, okay, cool, an hour, let's go. <laughs> yeah, um, but how are you? How, how is your day going so far? Pretty good. Traffic wasn't too bad. Good. People weren't assholes on the highway. Good. So, it's always it's nice. Yeah, especially in that I-94 traffic. Yeah, the construction. Love that. <laughs> the, the construction. God, yeah. Um, I feel like that's like a strip of road that will like be under construction our entire lifetimes. Like, oh, definitely. they'll, they'll always finish it and then they'll have to redo it again. Or they'll always be working but just never finish. Right. <laughs> and you just never really even know like what it is the fuck they're doing, you know? But I don't know. Um, yeah, how uh, how often do you make it up here these days? Um, I think this is only like my third time back since graduation. I came back in September to help out with recruitment. Um, for AOPI, and then Shout I was out. back, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I was back a couple weeks ago for someone's birthday. Um, another AOPI sister turned 21, so we all went oh, out. Um, so that was kind of like a just Saturday to Sunday, like again, quick turnaround, and then today. So oh, awesome. Well, thank you for uh, <laughs> thank you for uh, coming all the way up just to see me and sit with me and uh, be here. Um, yeah, so um, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And um, the first time I met you was, uh, I believe it was like, it was my sophomore, you were a freshman, I was a sophomore, uh, I think it was like the middle of my sophomore year, you were like tabling for mm -hmm. for your sorority, and um, I don't, we didn't even like, I think it was just a really quick like, hey, I'm Ben, hey, I'm Gretchen. Like, it was really quick in passing. Um, but then I, like, started seeing you in the library all the time, talking music and uh, talking parties and, you know, not really doing any actual work. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah, and then I started, like, we started, uh, I started seeing you out. Uh, you know, you would come to the jukebox parties once upon a time. Um, R.I.P. 
seriously. Yeah. I like to bring people that I've known for so long, like, onto this conversation and, you know, use it as a way to, like, actually get to know, like, why you chose your passion and whatnot. So, on that note, I'd love to hear, I guess, where you uh, decided, like, that film was a medium that you would uh, find meaning in. Yeah, I, to be honest, I actually hate this question because I never know, <laughs> like, yeah. like, a lot of people, like, have, like, the moment when they like look at like oh I saw this movie I knew I wanted to like do film so like I knew after watching like this director etc etc um I just like was always like a creative person like I love to draw um I had like a giant like art cabinet in like nice. our kitchen um that just oh, yeah. had like play-doh and markers oh, and yeah. crayons and that like that whole thing where we just like when it opened the door it would just like collapse because there was just so much stuff in there I had something like that home we call it the fun closet <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it was kind of like I always did that, and then I was always in dance. Like I did dance from when I was like three up until my junior year of high school. Um, so I always like liked that aspect. Like I always had a creative outlet, even though I was really into sports. Like I played sports, um, but I liked being creative. Um, what did you play? Um, I played softball mainly, um, and then I did like random other sports. I did track and field in high school, but um, yeah. <laughs> um, so then, like, it was just kind of, I think it was, like, sometime freshman year of high school, I, all of a sudden I was just like, oh, like, I want to do movies. Like, I don't know where that thought came from, but I just remember, like, sitting in a class where you had to, like, tell someone about what you wanted to do, and I was just like, oh, I want to do movies, man. Like, it was yeah, just kind of like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so then I was just kind of like, okay, I started, like, seriously considering it. Like, I would always look into colleges online. Um, for the longest time, I wanted to go to San Francisco State, um, which is kind of like a UWM, like, it was a very big, like, commuter school. Um, but, like, it was in San Francisco, like, it had a pretty good film program, um, and then I always wanted, like, UCLA, definitely, like, USC, and then yeah. I actually, like, looked at the numbers, and I was like, I can't pay 50 grand to go yeah, to school every right. year, um, but so then, yeah, so I, like, just was kind of like, okay, like, I kind of think I want to do movies, like, I want to go into directing, um, Nia, one of my best friends, um, used to always do... Um, like we had little like digital camcorders and we would just like record like little music mm -hmm. videos or like we had a YouTube like yeah, yeah. <laughs> We would do that sort of thing and I was like, well, this would be cool to like do as a job totally. um, So yeah, then I found UWM um, really liked it really liked the program um, And then I ended up here so Very nice. now cool. I don't want to direct anymore, but sure. like definitely still love it What was the uh, I guess the motive of doing film that you did like instead of directing like what would you consider your focus? Um, so if I were to do, like, commercial-type movies, like, like, big, like, actual, like, working on sets, like, movies, movies, I would want to do, like, assistant directing or, like, producing. Um, I really like the logistical part of it. Um, the one I produced, like, a senior project and, like, that, like, I definitely learned a lot from that. Like, I wasn't the best that I could have been. Um, and so there's definitely things that, like, I learned, like, I would want to do better, um, to do it again. But after... Working in North Carolina like two summers ago, I came back and was like, well, I don't just want to like give up like filming or like storyboarding or editing. Like I want to do all of it. So then I wanted to get into like sports media um, or just like working with the production team where I get to do everything. I don't just have to choose yeah. being directing or just like working a camera or setting up lights. Like I get to like work on a project that like I want to do um, and create it and like see it from start to finish. Totally. Yeah, yeah that, that that makes sense. Um, yeah, producing is fun, honestly. I I kind of like just like, cause you're kind of just like making things happen. Mm -hmm. You know, you're making sure 
the show goes on. It's a lot of phone calls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, lot of phone calls, a lot of like dealing with people that like don't like answering the phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a lot of coordinating. Yeah. A lot of like scheduling people. Um, and that was the hardest part I think about being in college was trying to schedule people that like didn't have the same dedication level. Um, cause you would be like, okay, even like working on production club, like the work at UWM, like we would, cause I was assistant director for that and I did all of like the call sheets and like trying to schedule people like for certain days be like okay you're gonna do saturday because you said you were available and then get like 10 emails after that crew list was sent out be like oh i'm actually like only available half the day or like and only available this part and then you have to kind of go back and be like okay well like is this person that was in this role also like available and like trying to work with that but also trying to get everybody on set at some point mm -hmm. because everybody in the org wants to be on set. Like that's why they yeah. joined. So it was just kind of a lot to do with people that were kind of like half dedicated or didn't really understand. Like being a freshman in college, not really knowing what like seniors expect was kind of like a weird, like adjusting point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could definitely see that. Um, I imagine like the program kind of, you know, weeds out people that aren't, that dedicated to you know the uh, you know the the commitment it takes to master your craft and the art of motion pictures. Yeah, I would say there was a lot of people that get weeded out by like sophomore year um, that either don't that realize they don't really want to do it like it wasn't what they expected like they just wanted to direct or what have you or write and then they end up deciding they're just going to get a degree in English because they can write better and they don't have to get a film degree, stuff like that. Um, a lot of people honestly left the program because of money. They couldn't like afford yeah. like getting equipment and, expensive, um, uh, yeah, and just affording college as a whole, plus yeah. the time it takes outside of class um, to film and be able to like have a job, school, and that outside part. Um, I think takes a toll when you're trying to like finance your yeah. finance yourself through college. Um, but yeah, a lot of people I think we always joke that like Carl's classes, um, like the experimental film classes, we did a lot of people out because you're like not doing um, like popular movies. Like you're really just diving into the more artistic end of. Um, films and I remember my freshman year being like the arrogant film major yeah. being like I hate experimental films yeah, like right. I hate this and then like realizing that like I like more like experimental documentaries like doing that like I don't like watching them per se but like I love to make them um, and just like explore different things that aren't like typical like mainstream Hollywood film. Yeah, yeah like just different like the indie film um, oh yeah yeah <laughs> when like you realize that like indie is just like being like an independent filmmaker right. like everybody's the indie. art house <laughs> stuff yeah yeah totally. so it's just kind of a like a different um lens that like i realized like looking back i was like i just like shut it down before i even like realized what it was um and like carl is literally my favorite person like i saw him last weekend when i was here nice. um like just like walking by and like He's just the greatest person, but um, Carl. yeah, Carl Bogner, you rock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, he just like, he doesn't get enough credit in the department that I think he deserves. Like people always just kind of shoot him down for being like really into experimental work. Um, and for again, like crushing some people's dreams of like thinking they need to have a casting director and have everybody running different production parts on their set when he's just kind of like, no, like, is that realistic? Like, you can do this yourself, like. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that the program definitely 
leads to people like realizing what they want to do um i think in a way of opening your thoughts of like okay do i really just like everybody like because i know everybody coming in wants to direct like or be a cinematographer but like there's only so many of those jobs in the world mm -hmm. and i think um the program really does a good job of like opening you up to like what other jobs you could have and like realistically like you need to learn how to do this because you're not going to get a job directing right away like yeah, you yeah. need to know how to set up a light like yeah, exactly. and like how the setup of lights work on a set because that's how you're going to get a job first to then be the assistant camera to then be cinematographer that's really what, what you want to do yeah interesting it's kind of like uh you know i was in journalism that's kind of like people that like really want to be like in my own case like going into broadcast news like it was kind of like everyone wants to be an anchor or a mm -hmm. reporter you know they want to be on camera like telling the basically like being the the voice the mouthpiece of the story but it's not realistic it's such a competitive field like only a cup a handful of people that like really truly want to be in that position in front of the camera actually end up doing so and i mean you could say like i'm still in front of the camera here <laughs> but i'm doing it in my own way uh but you know yeah like and it weeds people out for sure like there were a lot of people that started in jams that ended up pursuing other roles because you have to learn how to write you have to learn how to properly like grammatically construct a story, organize information, semantically make sense, you know, learn how, like, audio recording and, like, transcribing, like, interviews. Like, and, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different kinds of story writing, but, like, you know, making sure that the narrative of the story, like, you know, is sound and, you know, you have to learn how to master, like, you know, the print side of things, like, the actual writing, like, that kind of stuff before you, you know, are going to be jumping in front of a camera, like, reading a teleprompter, telling all the news, <laughs> you know, like, and honestly, like, those are, that stuff gets really overlooked, um, because you'll find, like, you know, many times, like, you'll find that you still love, you know, you'll still, like, you know, stick with doing, wanting to do journalism, but you'll find that you, you'll find a, a, a niche that, you know, you didn't even realize that you were looking for, you know, you, you will have a completely different idea of like where you see yourself in, in the industry, like than you had originally intended. And that definitely happened for me. Like after I was doing hard news for a couple of years, like, like, man, I want to write about things I'm like excited about, <laughs> you know, I want to like, yeah. I want to talk about like, you know, local talent. I want to interview real people in the community that are doing dope things. Like not just, you know, tell the 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 depressing uh, biased uh, numbers game that is uh, network news. Yeah. You know. And I think especially if you're talking about either like Milwaukee or Chicago, like you're always gonna be telling stories about like who got shot. Like yeah. as depressing as it is, like who got shot today, like who like what happened, like what traffic accident happened, like there's stuff that like you have to hit because mm -hmm. that's what like Right. engages people and like people need to know like what what's going on in their towns but it's not something that like you want to be passionate about or, like exactly you know the streamline just like okay I'm going in to do my job because this right. is what I have to do I have to read off a teleprompter and you have to like get answers from people that are going through real trauma 
You know, you have to like you you have to be on the ground like in very uncomfortable situations, um, situations that could even like you know potentially put you in danger. Which is being a journalist, like especially being like a field reporter, like that can be really hard work. Um, I think that like what you experienced, like you know, thinking that like you you know exactly what you want to do, but then coming out of it like you know having deviating deviating from that but still loving what it is like you know the environment like the actual medium and still sticking with that like um i think i went through something very similar yeah and i think like i mean even like since graduating like yes i have a job now but like it also like i've applied to at least 200 jobs up until yeah. this point to finally get one and like this isn't the job that i ever like expected oh, it actually like <laughs> want and take like i got this set from someone that like my mom knew just be like hey like gretchen should apply to this um i don't know if she'd be like overqualified but like this might be something that she'd be interested in i was like sure like i might as well just apply like what's the like i've already filled out 100 applications like what's one more and like i went into the interview and i loved it like the way they were talking about the job like it wasn't a job that I was like, oh my gosh, I know everything. Like, this job is just going to be, like, a cakewalk, like, just to get mm -hmm. by. Um, kind of like retail was. Like, there was nothing, like, to learn. Um, but, yeah, like, okay, like, I can still learn and grow at this job. Like, I could learn to love this job and want to stay here forever. Or, like, in a couple years, I could figure out, okay, now I have more experience. I can move on to something else. Because I'm like, I still know what I want to do. Like, this, I don't see this being, like, the rest of my life, but, like, it right. very well could be, you know? Like, yeah, there's totally. no, like, there's no way of knowing. And I'm the type of person that's like, you know, like, I might as well give it a shot. Like, what's, like, it's another year, but, like, I can also, like, still, like, I'm still making money. Like, yeah, I'm still able to yeah. survive um, and, like, pay off student loans. Mm -hmm. But, <laughs> um, right, yeah. Yes, I still want to do sports media now or, like, go into, like, environmental type media, but, like, who knows what could change, like, my mindset changed in three months from like being right. at a job, you know, like it could change again and mm -hmm. we'll see where it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like you have, you know, you're not keeping a narrow idea of like, you know, how you're going to be using your degree, you know, your, every career you will have within your means is going to be a stepping stone, mm -hmm. you know, which is great. Um, yeah, like, um, I remember, yeah, I took a couple film classes at UWM, like, one my freshman year, one my sophomore year, and sophomore year was like that, it was like the entry-level film class, it was like the filmmaker and the viewer, I remember I took, <laughs> and I just remember like my uh, discussion, um, like all the kids, like we were asked like what our favorite movie is, or our favorite like filmmakers, like we were asked like at the beginning of the semester, and I think like like there's just so many people that said Wes Anderson, you know, like <laughs> he's like the mm -hmm. he's like totally like the um the like the artsy filmmakers like like well yeah him like Scorsese Scorsese like, like yeah. those two definitely just like so, so typecast like artsy movies like what every alternative like indie filmmaker wants it's like to the be starter like. kit yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. just his face yeah like everyone said Grand Budapest Hotel and don't get me wrong I love Wes Anderson I think Isle of Dogs is amazing have you seen it mm -hmm. yeah it's really good um but um but yeah like there's even I mean I feel like that's just kind of like it's like saying you listen to weird music and you name off like 
uh, Brockhampton, you know, like, it's like, uh-huh. sure, like, it's, it's cool, and it is kind of like, you know, it's different than a lot of stuff that's popular, but, but, like, there's even, there's way more beyond just that, that, like, you know, you can look to, you can look for inspiration from, um, you know, like, if we're talking, like, weird filmmakers, like, I don't, like, because I'm really, really into movies, too. I watch a shit ton of movies on my own. Like, filmmakers like Harmony Corinne. You know? I'm terrible with names. Oh, okay. I just straight up, when people ask me who my favorite filmmaker is, I don't know who to say because That's I fair. love just, like, yeah. individual movies or, like, genres. Like, that I could do really quick. Movies I could do really sure. quick. But, like, people, terrible, which is why I could never be a producer right now because I'm terrible oh, yeah. with knowing people's names. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Uh... That must be hard in your field. <laughs> Seriously, it's so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, he Harmony Corinne. He made uh, like Spring Breakers. He made Kids. Oh yeah. Um, he's like really into like surrealist movies. Like another one is David Lynch, one of my favorites. Uh, you know, filmmakers like Dave Cronenberg work with like science fiction a lot. Richard Linklater, he's a really great director too. The Coen Brothers, like there's a lot of like filmmakers that have a really like unique sense of style like attention to detail like narrative structures like yeah, it just kind of depends on what your um what your like uh what intricacies of the film like you take most note of for some people it's like people will notice the lighting you know like people are like you said people notice the cinematography people notice the uh you know the, the film scoring people notice the you know the the camera angles and like you know how like the you know the interface the film is told in um i don't know like there's so many like different elements of like what could draw you into movies so in terms of uh like your own i guess like do, like do you do you watch a lot of movies yourself as a filmmaker I watch a lot more. I usually don't go to a movie theater, which is like very hypocritical of like, you know, making money, like for, you know, whatever. Um, But I watch a lot more like at home. Like I like. I stream a lot of movies. Being, yeah, like I like either like sitting in my living room at like a TV to where I can like get up, I can like go to the bathroom, I can get snacks. Like I don't like like being in a theater where like I'm around other people. I think because I like to have my own reactions. Same. And when I'm in a movie theater, like I feel like I have to like have the same reactions as everybody else in yeah. there. Especially, like, my friends all know, too. Like, I, like, laugh at, like, random freaking right. things. So, like, <laughs> when, like, I'll start, like, laughing at something that's so ridiculous, but it's, like, not supposed to be funny, like, I'll just start laughing. Um, so it's, it's like just, an like... Un- it's like an unsaid pressure of, like, a con- unsaid conforming pressure. Yeah, like, I'm, I yeah. feel like I'm not allowed to react unless something's, like, it's, like, a comedy, and then, like, you're supposed to laugh, even though I'm, like, well, that was dumb. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, yeah, but I like watch a decent amount of movies. I like owning movies. Like I like having like a physical like copy of like DVDs. Like I love going to half price books and just like buying their like clearance. Um, movies that are like a dollar or two dollars and just having them. Um, and then we'll end up watching, we'll just like stream the same thing yeah. that we have on a DVD yeah. because DVD players have become like obsolete. Yeah, um, for sure. But a lot of people like thing. to vintage collect like VHSs these days too. Yeah, oh interesting. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like... I'm sure, I feel like VHS is going to make a, like, a splash comeback. Like, kind of like records. Yeah, exactly. I think... (laughs) Everybody's going to be hunting down for, like, VHS players. Yeah. No, I I think that, you know, there's, that's definitely going to come back in a style, like, in 
couple decades probably. But yeah. Um, but just some like jumping on a point that you um, you mentioned about like pointing out different parts of a film that you like engage in. Um, what's funny about that is like that's why I hate film studies. Like, and I got a, I have like a certificate in like the business of film studies. Sure. Um, that's probably what I, I. Yeah. That's probably the kind of <laughs> if I I feel like if I was gonna have gone more into film, which I decided it wasn't for me because like it just you know it was it wasn't what I ended up wanting to do, but I feel like I should have gone the film studies route. <laughs> yeah, especially, like, you writing and music and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, a lot of times people give credit, like, a lot more credit to, like, directors or just, like, the filmmaker as, like, a whole, when I'm like, they didn't think of that. Like, right. and I remember, um, like, a really random, like, I think it was my sophomore year, um, we were watching a David Lynch, we were watching Blue Velvet, um, nice. and the opening scene where, like, the dog, like, jumps on that guy, um, my one professor was like, oh, like, I guaranteed, like, that wasn't scripted, what have you, um, or what did he say? He said something that was, like, completely, like, I bet you, or it was, like, the opposite, where, like, he knew, yeah, he was just like, that. bet you that just happened, like, David Lynch just, like, knew it was gonna happen, blah, 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 mm -hmm. um, and I was actually one of, like, my, my sorority advisor, her cousin was the gaffer on Blue Velvet, oh, wow. and I was kind of talking with him a little bit, um, via email, and I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna like send him an email and ask. Like, what's yeah, the harm of asking him? Like, yeah. um, so I was like, hey, like just a random question. Like we were talking about this in class. Like, was that scripted? And he was like, well, like it wasn't necessarily, but like the dog had a habit of like jumping, like doing oh, sure, that. So yeah. it's just kind of like really interesting to see like different opinions on like, okay, yeah, like the filmmaker could have planned it, but like also like. I think as viewers, we give directors especially like way too much credit, yeah. especially when there's people like cinematographers that go way unnoticed where I'm like, mm -hmm. those camera angles or like that lighting of that shot was most likely done by the cinematographer. Totally. Yeah. And like, no one really knows who's like cinematographer's names, right. like for your favorite yeah. movie, like, you know, the director first. Yeah. Um, so I just think that's really interesting part of filmmaking. Um, and like that film studies that just like drives me insane. Like the oh, amount of papers sure. I had to write <laughs> about like, oh like why was the why was the lighting like this color, what have you? I'm like, it, I don't just it wasn't yeah. like, <laughs> like at some point like yes, you know, you want like booty lighting, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, yeah. But mm -hmm. so that was just kind of I just think like film studies as like a whole is very interesting as like the class. Like totally. it's good for like um credit writing. Yeah, yeah, as like a job, definitely useful. Um, but yeah, just as like the class and like the definitely like education part of it, it was just very eye-opening and I was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, for sure. But, I feel like that's, this sort of like, I feel like this, it kind of puts pretenses on like how films like should be done or well, how, and like everything has to have a meaning. Like yeah, the body has exactly. a flaw land here, it has to have a meaning right, of like yeah. something, you know? Totally. And yeah, it's just, it's there, you know, like... <laughs> It looks aesthetically pleasing. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like I, you know, um, it's not on right now because I have to switch the light bulb. But, um, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like, and that griped me a lot. Like when I was like taking AP English, you know, mm -hmm. like in high school, it's like we had to like everything was so like symbolic. Mm -hmm. But you know, to us, it's just like you know, like good good story. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like how anxiety works is like you overthink so much and, and therefore give give it your <laughs> own meaning yeah. you know and it's like you know you don't have to you don't have to be like you know 
give something such an anxious analysis of like every little device or every little like you know piece of the production has to have some kind of like you know symbolic like meaning that gives like a revelation about like what the director <laughs> was trying to do but really it's yeah the curtains were fucking blue you know <laughs> and i mean um, i think like yeah. art as a whole and like literature like it's open to like interpretation like that's what the point of art is for you to like interpret things um totally which i think makes it like that much cooler yeah um but yeah i think like have to sit and like analyze and then and then for someone to say that it's wrong, I think is like completely backwards. Like, you yeah. know, like it's something to be like, okay, cool. I think this lava lamp's here because Ben's really into the seventies, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. but another thing for you to be like, no, or like for exactly. someone else to come with a different meaning and be like, no, that's actually wrong. Like this is what it was intended for. Um, I think it's just like backwards, right, <laughs> but that's totally. a whole other rant. So <laughs> yeah, it's for another day. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that part of it comes with like the like kind of what we were saying or like the pretenses of like what is the right or wrong way to do something mm -hmm. and for that like i just i don't like to really critique um like art uh just because it doesn't it may not like speak to me in a way it might to somebody else or i don't interpret mm -hmm. it a certain way that someone else does like you know i like Take The Room, for example. You know, like, The Room is just, like, the weirdest cinematic experiment just because, like, experience. Because the whole time you're just like, what the fuck is mm -hmm. going on here? But, you know, and, you know, there's all these conspiracy theories about it and everything. But, like, at the end of the day, it's like, you don't need to even think that deeply about, like, what... You can read a ton up on just how, like, bizarre, like, it was on the set of that movie and whatever, but like at the end of the day, you can also just enjoy it and kick back and laugh, or you know, just think it's just like oh, just a really like badly done art house movie, you know, like <laughs> yeah. But you know, yeah, like there's and it's the same way with music, you know, like there's some artists, there's some stuff I don't care for that much. There's certain genres of, of film I don't care for that much. Like, I'm not a big musical person, but I know a lot of people that do love musicals. Um, but it's like, I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm entitled to that. You know, I'm entitled to my own, like, emotional gravitation mm -hmm. towards this or that. Um, and, you know, I'm, it's not my place to say, like, whether something is good or it's bad, it's right or wrong. It's just like... You know, it's either for me or it's not. And people are just so, like, um, entitled to the creative... To the righteousness of, like, creative direction of others. And I think that's why, like, you know, people have, like, such a... Uh, that's just where, like, pretentiousness comes into, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and I, I, I don't like that, you know? I, I mean... I like to just uplift and just to interpret and analyze things in my own way. I mean, I could I could definitely think like, oh, maybe I would have done this differently or I would have done that yeah, differently. You can like critique it for yourself without like bashing. Exactly. The thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and that's I feel like that's the way like things like film studies or film criticism, that's the way it should be. You know, not just like this is good or this is bad. You know. Honestly, I think like that's why like people are required to take an art class because i definitely think like being in art school like you learn to appreciate like different things and i mean how to have a discussion was like the biggest thing you take away from four years is like 
how to like view something and critique it without just saying like I like it or I don't like it. It's more of like what's working and what's not working. Mm -hmm. It's like the biggest thing. It's like okay, like this is working because I'm getting an emotional reaction. Like it made me really happy. Like right. <clears throat> this made me feel something. Like that looks really good. Or like it's not working because like this was just confusing to me. Can you explain why? And then we can like work on a way for me to understand it that way. Like. Um, but I think it's like a freshman, like definitely in film school, you're just like, oh, I don't like it because like I just don't like it. Like, yeah. because that's not what like my artistic tastes are. Right. But like, you don't know how to articulate it exactly. yet. And yeah, you sound yeah. like pretentious and just like a douche rag. Right. Cause you're like, no, I like, I don't like your, your film, but like, but okay. But like, but I like it, but like, tell me how to make it better. Like, for example, <laughs> the Marvel movies. I don't, it's what, I don't like them that much. <laughs> like, I don't really care that much. I'm. I'm not really into, like, the big-budget Hollywood, like, franchises or anything like that. You know, like, there's not, like, I'm not really into that kind of stuff. Although I can definitely appreciate and understand, you know, why people gravitate towards movies like that. You know, people taking meaning from it, people enjoying it. I'm not going to bash somebody for loving it. Um, I mean, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. I also love Harry Potter, but there's other people that don't like that stuff, mm -hmm. you know? Like, those are franchises I do like, um, but also, like, I like, I mean, like, there's plenty of art house, like, experimental stuff I love, you know, that I love because it gets you thinking critically or it gets you, like, you know, it, it transforms the cinematic experience in a way, like, you know, you're just, you know, you're, it's just entirely new to you. Mm -hmm. um, you can find some really, really like amazing, like we like weird, but also just really interesting ways that people will tell stories through film. But at the same time, you know, I like typical run of the gun comedies. You know, I love uh, you know there's there's some blockbuster action movies I enjoy. <laughs> you know, there's like conventional, I, I I should say, like stuff that does like. You know, it might be big budgets that was done, like, in a massive, like, big, like, Hollywood studio. Like, there's still stuff like that I do like. You know, I'm not gonna... You know, it's just, like... But I think, like, that is, like, good people just, of, like, having, like, an open yeah. mind. Like, yeah. like okay, like, I, I really like independent films, but I also like just going to the movies and, like, exactly. seeing a big film versus being, like, oh, like, it's a big, like, Hollywood... Like, why would you go and see that? Because, right. like... Yes, I know what's gonna happen. Like I know that's gonna be happy, you know. But like, you can it's make still, jokes. Like, you can make jokes you know? about it. Like, but it's still like okay. But I want to like enjoy the two hours. Like, what's the like that? Like, there's no reason to not just because like you you know like right. just because like the principle of the thing of yeah. like okay like I know they're gonna be making too much money. Yes, I could stream this illegally online, you know. But like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's still about like okay like I still want to go and see a movie in the theater. I want to see like. It's still, like, my, either my favorite actor or, like, I love the storyline. Like, that looks really good from the trailer. Like, mm -hmm. who says that it, like, it right. can't, just because it has a big budget and, like, it was done by these well-known people doesn't mean that, like, it's just going to be, like, the cookie cutter. Exactly. Thing. Spring Breakers is actually a really good example. Um, where it's it's a Harmony Corinne movie. Um, it's, like, a surrealist crime movie. Uh, it's one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> That's um, But it's basically about, like, these... Uh, these college girls that go on a spring break trip to Florida and then they get sucked into this world of crime. And it's a really like alternative art representation for sure, but it has like really well-known actors in it, like James Franco and Selena Gomez. 
uh, Gucci Mane is in it. Yeah, actually. it's not like no, it's not Ashley Tisdale, um, but it's someone that looks like her. Um, sure, it's someone. Yeah, I forget like, like everyone else. No, it's like big name. Yeah, it's so like you know, it brings that to a mainstream audience, and people are gonna see it because you know it has such well-known actors in it. Mm -hmm. uh, a good example are like people that claim they. Uh, you know, uh, are really into film, and then they say they just love Tarantino movies. You know, I love Tarantino movies to death, like, but I will still joke about, like, I'll still, like, kind of like, make fun of it that, like, everyone who thinks they love film love Tarantino movies, you know? Oh my god, Pulp Fiction, Inglorious Bastards, Django, all three of which are, you know, I love those movies, um, but, you know, like, you, those are just movies that are so, you know, marketed. Yeah. And they're popular because, you know, they're so, like, you know, they're so explicit and, you know, there's so much violence or sexual content or, like, just, like, witty, like, you know, like, just goofy humor that gets sucked into it. Like, I love those movies so much, but, like, you know, it's like there's so much more out there. It's like, you know, yeah. you, you know, I think that like people just will have like people just kind of have a narrow sense of like, you know, what is and isn't for them. I, I'm really into horror and thriller movies. I like movies about troubled youth. Shout out to Charlie Arpin because he got me into some really good movies. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm really into like stuff that just, you know, builds a lot of suspense and builds a lot of like emotional like relativity between you and the characters and whatnot but at the same time i like raunchy ass comedies like hot <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> yeah i think there's like a lot like genre as like again thinking like it's like an education sense is so like interesting because like when you try to categorize like one film into a genre like it's actually really hard if you're just thinking yeah. like one genre and then people that just right. stick to a genre or yeah, yeah things that it could that. be either like it's just so <laughs> like it's the same thing with like oh like this horror movie isn't good because you know like it's not by this director mm -hmm. or this actor or what have you yeah. like i think it's all it's all mark it's all marketing at the end of the day it's what are we going to market this movie to if we put it in a category well, it's like, like that's how you have to yeah. think about it from like the business end of like film as an art form and it is a business like trying to do them both together um yeah. like how how are we going to get this movie to appeal to people i mean that's when you make a movie too you have to think of like okay yes i'm doing this because it's good but also like this is my livelihood like i have to know what people are going to like enough mm -hmm. when i write it you know like, yeah, yeah like there's a balance um that i think is really hard to achieve um especially when you're in film school like okay like yes just because i think this is a really good story is anybody else going to think it's a good story? Right. Is anybody else going to understand what I'm trying to get across? Mm -hmm. Like, is anybody else going to, like, have the same interest in these characters as I do? Yeah. Just because I write them and I know their entire backstory. The person watching it for the first time doesn't know their backstory. Doesn't know why that, like, this little girl represents you as a child, yeah, you know? Like, exactly. Um, trying to write it, but also trying to get get it to be sellable um, mm -hmm. is a big thing. And that's why, like, it's the industry. Uh, like, yeah. it's a business. Um that's yeah right a lot <laughs> exactly another good example have you ever seen the movie the tree of life i have not that one's also like this experimental drama um it has like brad pitt in it also you know big actor in an <laughs> experimental movie 
Um, it came out in like 2011, I think. Uh, but you know, it's kind of like the actual story of the movie has to do with like this couple that's like dealing with like their troubled like marriage, troubled relationship with like their kids and whatnot, like growing up. Um, but it also has like all these like allegories in like in the movie, like where like their like evolution as people and evolution in their relationships like there's like these weird there'll be these weird like movements and like uh interludes of like being out in like space or like being out there's a parts that are like it'll cut into like prehistoric times where like life was dawning on earth um, you know, it's this really it's like, like weird, yeah. yeah, it's like a massively like interpretive, uh, like piece of like symbolizing, like basically how, like sort of just how life starts, it evolves, you know, you go through like trials and tribulations and then like, but you know, but time like endlessly keeps moving on and like, you know, you can be so, so stuck in like. A period of your life or a period of time yet time will continue to move on no matter what like time is perpetual so when you first the first like 20 30 minutes of it you're gonna be like what the fuck is yeah, going what's on happening? here you know like how like is this the right move i literally like actually when i turned it on like because i watched it like a month ago when i turned it on i like had to check to make sure i was watching the right movie i'm like is this really like yeah, the Brad Pitt I, movie yeah. I thought I was watching, but it is, you know? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, like, you... And that's why it's also... I think there's a lot of uh, merit to, like, reading into the backstory. Like, uh, I always go on Wikipedia after I watch a movie and read into, like, information about, like, the production. Yeah, or, like, what you missed. That, yeah. Like, people have, yeah, what it's supposed to be about. Totally. Yeah. Like, sort of recapping, like, comparing your own analysis of the story to, like, what, you know, like is online and being like, oh, I missed that. Or, oh, like I took this in, but they, I guess like, didn't really like notice that or something like that. You know, like I think there's a lot of, and that's why things like film studies like are good for your own, you know, comparing your interpretation to others. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but like it could do without like the self-righteousness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also think too, just like to that your point, like watching a movie a second time, like either like very like closely to when you watched it or like okay, you read the backstory now, like you watch it again and like you realize that you missed things the first time because you were so wrapped up in the story that like you didn't realize like, oh, there was like this clue here that they said something that then makes sense to the rest of the story that like you missed. Um oh, I'm trying to think I watched a movie recently for like the third or fourth time. Um and I, like, finally got, like, a joke that they said. Okay. Um, or, like, it was, like, something that was, like, relating. Like, it was, like, a, it was, like, a drama movie. Um, but it was something that, like, made sense with the rest of the story. Then I'm, like, I totally missed that. Mm -hmm. The other half the times that I've yeah. seen it. Um, because you're so wrapped up in, like, the story and the characters and, like, understanding the plot the first time you watch a movie that you miss all, like, the little, yeah. the little things that they add that make the movie so great. Totally. That you're, like, oh, I was just, like, and what you say, like, a compliment to the director because like you're so into the characters um and like they're so likable and they're so what have you um but yeah that you just like miss every el everything else that's going on or like the little like easter egg that's yeah, like sitting right, on yeah, like the exactly. table or like on the wall that you're like oh my yeah. gosh like, that's so cool <laughs> totally yeah yeah exactly um 
go on IMDB, you know, you'll find out some really, like, crazy shit that, like, you didn't, like, that you'll, like, you'll, you'll, like, know to notice next time, mm-hmm. definitely. Like, the more you, and definitely, yeah, like, the, the replay value of, like, watching a movie. So, um, so on that note, uh, for the sake of time, uh, this will be my last question, um, though I'm, I could go on for hours <laughs> about this. Um, so, have you been, like, keeping up with, like, a lot of movies from this year? Honestly, I haven't. Neither have I. That's okay. <laughs> um, I've... I usually wait until the end of the year, like, the very end of the year, to, like, watch everything that came out this year. Um, so, I've only really seen Us. That was, like, the only movie I really saw. Uh, and I saw Climax, the Gaspar No movie, but... I have to... There's a lot to see this year that looks pretty good. I still need to see Midsummer. Yeah, I saw um, I saw Midsummer. I really wanted to come to Milwaukee when they were doing the director's cut yeah. at the Oriental, but like work and right, living yeah. in Illinois didn't help. Totally. Um, but no, I mean like living in a bubble for three months in North Carolina definitely didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Especially over the summer when like big movies are coming out. I did see The Lion King because classic. Um, oh, <laughs> but that was about it. Um, yeah, I'm actually I'm really bad at seeing movies in theaters because I like to. Same. One, I like to wait and see, like, kind of how, like, what their reactions are, um, to see, because I'm really, I hate horror movies, so, like, oh, unless horror. they're really good, like, yeah. so, like, you know, I'm not gonna go and see them, totally. yeah. <laughs> because I'm just like, okay, like, it's not worth me, like, crying. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Um, or, like, yeah, just, like, waking up in the middle of the night thinking someone's gonna kill me, um. Yeah, well, that's but, valid. yeah, no, I usually like to wait until Oscar time to see what all the buzz is about. Same. And then yeah. watch them, yeah. and then when movies win that shouldn't win then i can be upset like <laughs> yeah like last year but it's fine <laughs> totally what was that uh was that green book yeah that I, one best picture see it was a great movie my only issue was kind of like how uh you know they deviated from like the actual like i know the guy's family like was mad because they miss certain things about like the story were inaccurate yeah and i mean like i like, love biopics like that's what like if i were to go into like mainstream movies I'd want to do biopics like that's what I'm really interested like I love history so like that's part of it um so I mean I love movies like that but yeah there's sometimes you're just like mm, there was a better option but yeah, totally. the academy is also it's rigged that's another rigged yeah. so yeah. <laughs> Gretchen <laughs> just hiding behind my beard um well this was great I'm glad we got I love talking film with people uh we will continue um as you will be uh so courteously uh, <laughs> taking me to my doctor's appointment that I have to go to now. Yeah, I get to be an Uber in Milwaukee. Oh my god! I love that. Oh my god! I need to like t- totally like leave you a five star review. <laughs> Good conversation. Great service. Okay. Um, so tell me, Gretchen, what keeps you up at night? Uh, hmm, that's a really tough question. You just gotta throw me on the spot. Uh, um, every hey gets people sometimes. Uh, keeps me up at night. Probably, well, because I like to go on Instagram at night sometimes, and I yeah. follow this National Geographic photographer. Oh, nice. Um, and he always posts, like, really cool pictures that he takes. Um, and so a lot of it's about, like, wildlife and, like, obviously he works for National Geographic. Um, yeah. But of, like, polar bears, so I always just get really sad about Ooh, them dying because yeah. I love polar bears, so. Oh, man, yeah. Lovely. You're welcome to end. <laughs> that is, damn. I, I love Net Geo. I would uh, love to work for them. That'd, that'd be, be my dope. dream job. That would be amazing. I support you. <laughs> uh, what puts you to sleep, though? Um, reading. I usually read. Oh, so I usually go on Instagram, and if I don't fall asleep from that, I usually read. 
So what are you reading right now? Um, I actually just finished the book um, If You Stay by, I can't remember her name, but it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the names. <laughs> See, I told you. Hey, it's okay. Thank you for being on Bye, the show. yeah, I'm glad I got to be here. You bet. Yeah, this is fun. So, uh, you know, keep watching, uh, you know, watch your weird experimental shit, but also, you know, watch the shit that... Watch The Lion King. Watch, you know, there's, there's plenty of uh, great, you know, blockbuster or otherwise popular movies that are wonderful works of art. So don't, you know, get rid of the pretenses of like what's good and what's not. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. <laughs>